Welcome to the Meditation Conversation. You are listening to Karan Alessandra. to be joined again by Michael and um, we have Alessandra recovering um, <laughs> she has been sick and um, do you want to talk a little bit <laughs> well I don't know you know in these times it can be any virus so well could be the corona yeah woke up this morning with my daughter super high fever and uh, yeah I've been feeling a little bit uh, what do you say? Achy. Yeah, yeah, like so. Some of the typical Corona uh, symptoms, but also okay. could be a normal flu. And as I said, you know, I feel calm about it because I, you know, I'm young and uh, I trust that this is just something to go through. And as I just said to you guys, I feel like I think it's better to just get it and be over and done with it. <laughs> to be immune and I actually read into something very interesting which I don't know if it's relevant but there's something called herd immunity I don't know if you've heard of it mm -hmm. I have heard of that and again I don't read a lot of the news nowadays but I saw something and that I think UK was thinking about this and it's not a tactic here in Sweden to go for <laughs> herd immunity, but that's something that could potentially, I don't know, it just, I pictured it kind of like a beautiful movie. It's like, because basically what it's about is that the young people, all of us that, you know, have no normal immune system, we take on the virus, we get immune. And if like, I think they said approximately like 60% get it, the whole herd is protected. Mm. So which sound like a, such a cool thing. So it's like old, stronger ones take on this disease, which protects the weaker ones. How mm. cool is that? Yeah. That is kind of cool. I know well, that I haven't there... heard that. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, I know it from the vaccination debate. So there's been, mm. at least in the U.S., you know, it's, there's a lot of back and forth about vaccinations for children. And um, one of the things, one of the, like positives of of not having your children vaccinated was like this herd uh what did you call it? herd immunity and herd immunity. but i think that the problem was too many people like in that situation so not talking about the coronavirus that would be different because there isn't a vaccination um but mm. when you're talking about like school age children who would be susceptible to those kind of diseases it was like you're thinning like that it it's worked I don't know. I'm completely going off of memory, but it was like if it's mm -hmm. a certain percentage, like 90x percent of the population are immune, then it can't, you, you know, measles, for example, can't. Mm -hmm. um, but but if you have fewer and fewer people getting immunized against it, you're weakening the herd and then it makes a comeback. And, um, you know, there was some of that going on, too. So, mm. um different conversation Fasc yeah fascinating and ultimately i think uh it may that may play into um what i'd like to share with y'all today mm -hmm. and so maybe we can circle back around because what i want to kind of touch into is is um our powers of co-creation and how how when we're working together we can uh, um uh uh, we have great power. So um, I hadn't really considered it in light of, of herd immunity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so this is, but this is kind of a new thing. So I will enjoy offline actually taking a look into, into that. And certainly our, our prayers are with you, uh, Alessandra Gianti. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And your daughter. Um, and I'm sure you are, uh, but we can at least take a moment and, uh, um, uh, wish you well, along with, uh, everyone else in the world, uh, who is affected by, uh, this virus right now. 
whether uh, directly or indirectly. And certainly just about everyone now is affected in some degree, uh, even if it's indirectly. Right. And one thing just before we get um, away from that too far is that I we don't have confirmation that you have coronavirus because it's not recommended that if you're not having, you know, if you're not having critical need, it's like just stay home. At least that's um, what what is happening in Sweden. I I think it's the same here. They don't necessarily want you if you're just feeling sick to come in and confirm it. Just stay home. Right. Yeah. But it's great to sort of hear you potentially going through this and that (laughs) that it's like, okay, it's here are your symptoms and it's manageable. It's more than manageable. You know, you you have the fever and the aches and (laughs) so forth. But I think because at least the way the media is portraying it here, you know, it, it seems as though you will go to the hospital and you will, you know, and, and so on. I think there's not a lot of emphasis on the fact that it can, um, very reasonably end up being manageable, um, without intervention. So, yeah. And that's kind of the message that the Swedish authorities give is like, yeah, still protect the elderly and those with the lower immune system. But like for the most of us, like, and a lot of kids won't even notice they might carry the the virus, but they don't get any symptoms or young people in general. Mm-hmm. So not everyone will notice that they have it. Yeah. And that's why it's probably all around right now. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of the hard things know. getting the numbers. Yeah. But yeah, no, I just like having a normal. And I actually, there was some kind of media here in Sweden that did the same. They interviewed someone who was home with it. And he's like, yeah, you know, I felt a little bit ill and kind of went. And, but then I thought, well, I took the flu shot, so it can't be the flu. So I went to the, and this was one of the first, mm. uh, you know, cases. So he's like, yeah, my body aches a little bit and so on. But like, I know in this region, the people that got it, like after a few days, they're back at work. So it's... <laughs> Yeah, it's really not that. I think that that can just help um, that reality can help with the fear for people, you know, who it's like, okay, I mean, somebody was just saying that to me a couple of days ago. I want to hear from people who have it and it's and they're not, you know, waiting for a respirator or, you know, just to. Yeah, no. Well, I hope this is it. And then I can tell that it's just like, (laughs) yeah, it's like a flu. Right. Well, so yes, Michael, I, you were talking about co-creation. Yes, and I, you know, I think uh, um, as more and more information is is come, you know, firsthand reports are coming out from people who have a, have come down with the uh, the virus. Um, it it is helping to uh, let's say dissuade some of the fear around it, uh, since, since there's been so much hype. Uh, and yet uh, a great portion of fears um, that uh, people have right now are related to uh, ancillary things. Um, uh, certainly um, economic shutdowns, the how this is going to affect their livelihood. Um, um, uh, potential quarantines and how far is this all going to go um, in terms of of what is this going to do to life as we know it. Mm-hmm. And so there's, and I'm not sure how that, uh, what kind of sentiments are there in Sweden uh, here in uh, here in the states, this just seems to be uh, um, increasing and on the rise. And of, uh, we just kind of since our last podcast, which uh, you know we did kind of rapid fire last week. I think we recorded on Wednesday and then released that on Thursday. And then as like all hell broke loose here in the states uh, mm-hmm. that afternoon. And that kind of really changed up the game for a lot of folks here. And so everybody is, is uh, in, in terms of 
um, all the, you know, the sports seasons being canceled and the, um, uh, uh, conventions right and left, everything shut down. So pretty, pretty much everything anybody has planned is for the, that in, involves, um, uh, groups getting together for the next, yeah. yeah, groups of people, uh, for the next few months is, is all gone. And, uh, there's a number of people who actually have got friends who base their livelihood on that. Cause they work within, you know, sports management fields and stuff like that. Or, um, those are big economic drivers here in the States. Mm. Uh, so then that, what is the ripple effect of that? Uh, you know, lots of, uh, schools all closing and that's, that's certainly going to affect, uh, the workforce as well. Uh, as, as parents have to stay home with their children. So these are, you know, this is the kind of environment that we're in now that wasn't, that's, that's uh, just kind of popped, you know, front and center and everybody's having to take a look at. Yeah. Well, Sweden is having a little different approach. Um, people are still working I don't know because I'm I'm in a smaller town. I think in Stockholm it might not be as much. I mean, I think people work from home and they do video conferencing when they can and so on. And you you know it's social distancing, yes, but you know it's not empty in my hometown. Well, yesterday I went to work, and people are still out. And uh, um, but again, I'm not the person who goes shopping and hang out and <laughs> cafes a lot so i i didn't check that there was toilet paper when i went to buy toilet paper <laughs> wow. so, yeah <clears throat> and and the schools are open for healthy kids <laughs> as okay like yeah you, we've... like for example for me now we have to stay home until we're free of symptoms and then it's two days and then you can go back hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah that, we, seems, that seems like a, a more uh, a reasonable response to me, uh, you know, to treat this like you kind of treat everything else. But mm. yeah. yeah, well, I guess we'll see in a few weeks, months, yeah. <laughs> which country yeah. had the best approach. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I guess we will. Uh, Swedes will be will not be welcome anywhere. And like, oh my god, you have this big outbreak. <laughs> You're you're banned from all other countries, <laughs> or maybe yeah. we'll get we'll then, get that herd immunity. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, you, maybe you hit that herd immunity thing, and then everybody's like, "Wait a second. But yeah. I was thinking, like, if that's sixty percent, that means like around six million people. Six? No, that's yeah, six million people need to get it. You're like ten million, I think. That's still a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, but. That's just exposure to the virus. That's doesn't right. mean that everyone gets sick. Because right. like right. you know, in a normal family, sometimes one person gets the flu, but not everyone else gets it. So, mm -hmm. but they still of course right. get exposure to the virus. Yeah, but I'm not an expert in this. I'm I have a degree in law and <laughs> meditation, so I'm not gonna <laughs> talk like I'm a doctor. So don't take my word on this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm not expe expert either. Um, <laughs> and I don't think Kara there is. I don't, so I don't think we have any experts here. So, no, uh, I have a business. Right. <laughs> right. So if you're turning in here looking for medical advice, uh, <laughs> take this all with a grain of salt. Right. Um, now, but what I would, what, uh, I would like to speak to today is, uh, um, uh, so I was doing, uh, uh, I built a fire out on the land last night. It's beautiful and, um, took a quiet moment to commune with the fire. And, and in that, um, a startling re revelation occurred to me. And, uh, <clears throat> I say that somewhat startling, um, and uh, uh, the notion came to me, and I, I first began to apply this to um, uh, uh, just kind of my own life. 
was in contemplating everything that's kind of going around and that's thoughts associated with uh, everything that's happening right now uh, worldwide. We're kind of starting around in my mind is to, to take a break and uh, from that and to return um, uh, return to beauty, if you will. And to it's like reclaim my imagination and my thoughts and my my mind and in order to focus in on my life and what I would like to create as beautiful um, going forward. And what that did to me inside was just, well, it's just really just amazing, beautiful in its own, in its own way, in its own right. And it kind of just occurred to me that, that, um, and uh, I, I know so many people right now are kind of feeling, they might feel, uh, uh, hopefully they don't feel hopeless, but they may feel helpless. Like what, what is it they can do other than to sit at home and wait, wait for this all to blow over? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's to say, you know, there is something that we can do. And that is to each one of us to take time each day to make something beautiful. Yeah. You know, I would say, like, um, I feel like this can also be a great, great opportunity for humankind to just, I mean, in in the yoga practice, it's recommended you take seclusion, you know, just to be alone. And, yeah, I mean, ideally, you would meditate and journal, don't watch a lot of movies or at least watch uplifting movies, but I feel like the whole world suddenly just got this forced seclusion uh, in a way because mm-hmm. you know people are not meditating. I think, as you say, everyone is stopping and you, you can't uh, occupy your mind as we are used to. Uh, of course, there's social media <laughs> that you can turn right. to. But I think this, I feel there the, the energy is so different. Like, you can feel if you can just tune out of the fear consciousness, there is this calmness, like because you can feel like the world has stopped. <laughs> Not really. The the planet is spinning. But <laughs> I don't know if you can yeah. feel it. I feel like there is this sense of calmness that comes with it. I mean, I mean, especially uh. here in Sweden, I see also because people are still out and I see kids and yeah, people are out walking more in the nature because they can't do other things. And I mean, personally, I just feel like this has, as you said, it, um, or it makes me reflect on life as it is here. And what kind of life do I want to live? Like, what are the things that are, that I'm grateful for? Like, I mean, today, I've, feverish children can be very very cozy to spend time with <laughs> mm. i mean i always love to spend time with my daughter but she doesn't always like to spend time with me so <laughs> today she did yeah and i don't know we yeah. just had some of some moments of like like we were just in the sofa we were watching this movie and she took my hand and we put our hands together and she looked at me with so much love and so much joy it was such a you know, nothing special happened. We were just like touching hands and looking into each other's eyes. But it was like so much love in that moment. And mm. I really, mm. I mean, I always appreciated her. But I think this also brings us all closer. Like those people that we really care for. When something like this shakes up our, our reality is like, you can see where your heart really is at. And like, or... Where your heart wants to be, perhaps. Yeah, well, speaking of beautiful, that's beautiful. Thank yeah. you for sharing. Yeah. And what Very a touchy. what an amazing example of exactly the kind of thing that I'm referring to. Mm. And yes, yeah, what a hey, everyone, respond like that. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Follow, follow Giante's lead. Yeah. Uh, with the, uh, yes. Well, um, I'm going to have to give the credit to Iris 
And Iris. Okay, we say follow Gianti, a little asterisk. Yeah. Oh, foot, foot note. It was really Iris. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Iris. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so the so the vibration that you're offering in in this stay at home experience is just ex, exquisite. And so just because we're going through, you know, dark times, quote, quote, whatever they happen to be, and it doesn't matter, you know, how dark they get, we can always have the choice to bring the light. And that that's exactly what, what, um, you were just talking about there, Jayanti. And, uh, um, the gratitude, the appreciation, um, the, uh, uh, taking the moment like a snow day, you know, to, to go to it's, you just get a permission slip to so-called do nothing. And in that nothing to do, um, here it is, you're doing something beautiful. Mm. And, uh, so much respect and honor. Um, now the the collective power of this. So if let's say um, we'll just kind of conjecture here that this is um, let's say that this similar approach would would be uh, let's say a mass response. Um, and if everyone were to take this kind of um, uh, attitude or approach to handling this crisis, then the ripple effect would, the ripples would gather together to create waves and these, these waves would wash the, the fear off this planet in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And it, we would come all the way through this crisis together. So what do we do? We start an Instagram challenge. <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. What is the hashtag? Oh, okay. Yeah, that would be a good hashtag. That would be a beautiful um, moment. Little vo- <laughs> uh, beautiful moments when in quarantine. Yeah, beautiful quarantine. <laughs> yes. Um, Corona moments. No, yeah. We'll have we'll to have get to our marketing uh, people on this. Yeah, there should be a clever <laughs> hashtag that that has a yeah, it's got um yeah, it's got the right ring to it. Um now uh now I'm going to say this that and uh you know most everyone I'm sure, of course, you too, and most everyone who's listening is at the very least familiar with this, the phrase um, uh, that we create our own reality. Yes? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. What? Okay. That we create, that we create our own reality. Our oh, reality. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is, this is like a, somewhat true on a personal level and then there's an element of truth to this on a personal individual level and then there's um there's a certain other aspect of this that works on a collective level so as an individual we're always free to uh choose our own response just like you have done you gave a perfect example of an individual creating their own reality within uh, an overall reality that's been presented to you. So uh, right now we're all experiencing this new reality of the coronavirus that se- has seemingly been presented to us. We have a choice then to actually 
create a new reality within it. We actually, I would say we are forced into that. Really? I mean, we reality is very different, I think, for everybody versus, to your point from earlier, versus what it was in our last recording, which was less than a week ago, right? Yes, I know. I know. That's why I said that's a new reality that's presented itself to us. We just say forced, but I say it's presented (laughs) itself to us. Okay? I'm going to stick with forced. (laughs) Okay, well, it's like... yeah, but it it comes as something that's that's that seemingly that's outside of us. It's right. it's what we have to deal with. It's the it's the climate of the day. Oh, mm-hmm. it's raining. It's snowing. Okay, it's you know. And then we have a choice of do we want to build a snowman, you know, <laughs> or w- what do we want to do with it? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So. Um, and Gianti, you just gave a perfect example of how to build a snowman in a snow, you know, yeah, after a, a blizzard. Um, so there's that level of individual creation of reality. What I'd like to actually then also address is how do we, uh, is addressing this at the level of collective reality. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So now this, uh, some may be familiar with, or some may not, that we are actually living in a co-creative reality. So while we can individually, as Jayanti did, we can make and we can create an individual reality and, and live that out. We're also subject to, this is the fourth thing, the collective reality, whatever that happens to be, mm. which in this case is the coronavirus. Mm. And so uh, this is where it doesn't do good just to do positive thinking. If you just walk around and go, oh, there is no coronavirus. <laughs> okay. That, okay. Like, okay, I can respect and honor that that's the reality that you're choosing to live in. But it doesn't honor, acknowledge the collective reality that it actually exists as well. Mm. Yeah. Right? Right. Really so the, imp- the important thing is to acknowledge the collective reality as being what it is. And then from there, you're going to choose your own response to it or how you're choosing to live in acknowledgement of the collective. Because we're all part, we're all part, we're all in this together. We are a collective, like it or not. Right. And Right? Mm-hmm. So denying the collective, um, it doesn't serve any individual ultimately because they're actually, what they're doing is they're cutting themselves off or denying that they're part of that collective. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Yeah. It, it won't ultimately, that's not going to lead to anything enlightening. Now, the next thing is once we've acknowledged that we're actually part of a collective, then there's 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 two there's two things as part of that collective, all right, that are kind of important. And those who choose to go here are, uh, you know, um, yeah, bless you. One is to acknowledge and go, oh. This reality that um, that we are all now subject to, I too am a part of that collective reality that created that. We all co-created this experience together. We are the co-creators, if you will, of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So we created this isn't done to us we created it and by accepting that we're a co-creator in this then we can now also consciously choose what we want to bring to that co-creation that's really interesting yeah i was just talking about sorry go ahead go go ahead go ahead no just the um, there's an empowerment aspect to that 
Um, Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. If you're relating to it as something that was, I mean, well, as you say, created or chosen, you know, on some level that, um, and then it starts to become like, okay, well, what, what opportunity is there in that, that sort of goes hand in hand with that? Yes, they do go hand in hand. And if we do not acknowledge that we have actually, we're a co-creator in what's happened now, then we don't have, it's like we got no vote in what's going to happen next. Mm. Yeah. So what's going to so happen So those next? that are, <laughs> well, what's going to happen next is whatever we collectively choose to happen next. Let's choose something beautiful. Now, that's my point. Let's choose something beautiful. Okay, so here's <laughs> so the tricky. It shall be. The tricky thing would be that we can reflect on it and acknowledge that we chose it, but also acknowledge that we didn't consciously choose it. Um, and so then, how do you? then consciously try to input positively into the collective creation? Okay, great question. Okay. All right. Now what we're doing is we're constantly choosing with our thoughts. So whatever we happen to be thinking, what we're doing is we're giving energy to that thought, and then that thought becomes reality. And this gather, these thoughts, the real virus that's spreading here, it's not physical, it's a thought. The virus itself that's shown up, that, that uh, can be detected through microscopes or whatever, is a manifestation of thought. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here, I'll give you an example here. All right, I was talking to somebody earlier today. And... Um, and she was saying that um, nah. she she was thinking that that the the whole quarantine and stuff like that is going to escalate into into you know shutdowns everywhere and that um, um, you know that that and that in the not too distant future then uh, the internet itself was going to get shut down. Okay, and I stopped her. And I says, "Okay, is that what you would? Is that what you want to happen?" And she goes, pause it. She goes, no. And I says, well, as long as you think that that's what's going to happen, that's the, that's the vote you're making. That's the choice you're making for that particular reality. Mm. And if you share that with those around you saying this is what's going to happen and they believe it too, then they actually have signed on to it like a petition. So then that idea, that thought begins to percolate. If it spreads, it gains enough strength, guess what will happen? The internet will shut down. It's down. So, yeah, it's like, oh, no, not my Netflix, you know? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Take anything but that. Okay, um... All right, so here, so so how do we do it? Uh, we do it uh, moment by moment with the thoughts that we choose uh, uh, to entertain and to focus our attention on, and that's how we actually make our contribution to the collective. And so, what happens is these these as these uh, thoughts come through, we can acknowledge that if that thought exists, it's, it exists within the collective. Okay, that's a that's a potential reality that exists out there. We can con- totally acknowledge that without actually voting for it by actually entertaining it and giving it um, our energy. Mm. And uh, so, you know, Eastern. Uh, religions teach this practice of mindfulness and mindfulness really is just an awareness of what thoughts are going through your mind at any given moment, because that's 
how you're contributing to the collective reality that we are all going to experience. Hmm. Hmm. I love that. So did you come up with a nice boat, Michael, that we can start spreading here now? Uh, a nice, a nice boat. Yeah. A nice Did you boat. say boat? A nice vote. <laughs> a boat. I don't know how a boat oh, is going to say this. Like, it's, a it's boat. Not it's a, an arc. The arc. Like, oh, that, yes. That's another story. <laughs> oh, maybe there's a magic boat <laughs> that will bring us. And then there's another planet which looks just like Earth. And we're going to go back and there's no virus. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Only the imagination. Well, is failing a boat, limit. is there a vote? Do you have, have a good vote for us? Since you've been contemplating well, about this, do you come up with a good uh, a good thought well, that can start to spread? Um, well, I think we uh, uh, we touched on it earlier, and, and even you gave an, a great example of it. And it can be just as it can be as, as simple of a like an etheric notion that. Um, that this whole thing that we're going through is gonna is gonna is gonna have a, a positive impact on us. That this the, that this is a little tr it's a trial that the outcome of which is glorious. And that it's ultimately gonna bring us closer together. It's gonna bring us stronger. That this that even if it spreads, it's just going to lead to a herd immunity. These are the these are the kinds of thoughts that when you entertain them, um, they you notice it within your own being because they feel good, hmm. and so it feels good to think of something beautiful, and so. Anything that that anything that we put our energy into in the form of beauty is good and will help us see us through. And um, perhaps I'll probably, you know, we'll probably hang up this podcast in about. 15 seconds after we do, I'm going to have this like brilliant, like, yeah. oh, here, this is a, the little, the you know, new thought. little viral meme with the, with perfect thought with an actual corresponding hashtag. I was going to just say with a hashtag. Yeah. Well, if you do, then tell me and I will make a meme and it will okay. go along with this. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Okay. And if anybody, anyone out there, okay, yes. um, maybe, okay, can think, thinks of a, a good little, like, like, cool thought with a hashtag, mm -hmm. then, hey, Contact you know, us. let us know. Yeah. yeah. Has, yes. Yes. Let us know. Loop us in. Yeah. And maybe that's, uh, maybe we'll just open it up as a little like, uh, oh, it's a little race contest. Oh, okay. Because we got all the like best a little. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's got the best thought. We give everyone oh. a little bit of a home assignment. Yes. Yes. Who's it's got just... the best thought? I guess yeah. a quarantine girl has to, has to go to sleep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, could we take just two minutes? Gianti, do you have just two minutes? Because I would love to also just ask um, from a meditation perspective, because a lot of our listeners are presumably meditators. Mm -hmm. So are there things also that you would recommend that people can do in the meditation space? Because with the thoughts, of course, that's more of a conscious exercise in, in meditation you know, you, you may not be, you may be trying to go beyond thoughts. So any, um, yeah. recommendations? Yes. There? Yes, absolutely. There is something that you can do. Okay. That everyone could do. And, uh, this, this part is really important. So if you can bear with us just a, just a couple minutes here, uh, Gianti, um, <laughs> that, now, let's say there's, there's 8 billion, roughly, people here on the planet. We're all collectively creating um, uh, reality together, okay? 
Now, here's the here's the thing is that um, not every vote has the same weight. Hmm. Okay. Not a democracy. <laughs> it is a democracy, but it's a weighted democracy because okay. hmm. it has to do with energy. Hmm. Okay. So, and one of the things, so the, it, the more, the more energy we can bring into a thought. Okay. Hmm. That, that has value. So in your meditations, to the, to the extent that you are able to develop a connection with this planet itself, recognizing that no force from any realm, from anywhere, whatever, can take control of this planet without actually being the planet. This cosmic law protects us from all invaders in the end. Okay? that this planet itself, when we align ourselves and we co-create with the planet, then the power of our choice, the power of our vote, the power of one individual can sweep away the fear of millions. Mm. You know, this makes me think of, I mean, you and me, Cara, when we studied the, the meditation teacher training and as we teach, um, visualization and affirmation which is you know it's about you because of how you lived your life you get a perception about reality and certain certain circumstances which might not always be a healthy one and uh, so you could have created this perception over a long time but as you said michael it's just energy so it's like yeah for 30 years i had this perception about myself or like about um I don't know, certain people. And then now through certain tools or therapy, healing, whatever, I become aware of, oh, I have this perception about myself or others. And when we are aware, then you can know what the antidote is as well. You know, it's like, mm. if I have lack of self-esteem, I know to work on self-confidence or um, if you know you easily get angry, you can work on calmness, etc., and you can work on affirmations, and you can work with visualizations to visualize yourself being calm. I can visualize myself being confident, and because uh, I remember in the manual when when we learned this, it's just like, yes, it's been built up over a long time, but if that was kind of in an unconscious way, because you didn't really know, you didn't really choose it, mm -hmm. but if you choose, like. And, and you, you really believe, energy. yeah, and you feel mm. that this can shift. It can shift. Yeah, like what did you it say, Michael? In a heartbeat. Yes, in a heartbeat. Mm. And so I encourage for each and every one of us, connect in your meditation, strengthen and build your connections with, mm -hmm. with the planet, with the stars, with, uh, with the trees, with the birds, with anything that makes you when you when you enter it, it it's a it's a, like a samadhi it's a uh, you become a bigger version of yourself uh and so this expansion of your field so it's like we have all these bubbles in the sea all right that collectively make up reality mm. and the but the bubbles themselves are not all the same size and it is a volumetric equation that ultimately de determines what we all experience. Ooh. So one, the larger, the bigger that we can make ourselves to be in our field, in our spherical being, by connecting. And every time we connect through the bonds of love, we become one with another. And, and so in this time when we're social distancing from each other, okay, we can still connect together through our hearts, but to each and everyone in our little kind of forced solitude, 
is we can turn to those things that are have special places in our own heart and let that bond of love make our fields bigger. Mm. And as we and there's no limit to this for those who can are able to um, and know the way, then we can always we can go all the way to creator itself mm-hmm. to the source within to co-create this new reality of what's to come next that's beautiful in a big way mm. beautiful Cara you had something I was just going to offer something that I have found really powerful the last few days or in the midst of all of this like the more this has escalated um, in my own meditation has been a sort of, um, mantra, I suppose in the, like, well, I just repeat it, but I, I get to a point in my meditation where it's just let there be light, let there be light, let there be light. And it's really this focus on light, light, light. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and sometimes it, I will picture the planet as you're saying, Michael, but it's as though like, I have become light and then I'm just like moving very fast around the planet and it's like wrapping light around it. It's very, it's been very beautiful. Mm. And, um, and it's like going very fast and like these threads are, I don't know, it's really, um, like these golden threads just wrapping around the planet. Um, and so I just offer that as like, for me, that's been very powerful. And, uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but just popped an idea that maybe we should close this podcast by just meditating together, all of us and everyone tuning in. Yeah. Wrapping the globe. Yeah. Light. Yeah. Oh, I just got goosebumpies. (laughs) Okay. So I just call it, I call them God, God bumps. (laughs) Love that. So let's sit up. Um, wherever you are, sit in a chair or stand up or whatever. Preferably sit down so you can be comfortable. Make sure that the spine is straight. Roll the shoulders back a little bit to relax them downward and backward. Rest the hands. Open palms at the junction between the thighs and abdomen. And just feel like the body is relaxed. You can lift your gaze, but of course with closed eyes, but behind closed eyes, look at the point between the eyebrows for those who know also the spiritual eye, which is also like the most developed part of our brain, the center of will, center of creativity, empathy, and also the connection to greater reality. Let's just breathe a little bit. Let's forget about all our worries and fears. Step into this moment. Now let's visualize light in our hearts. Perhaps even first, bring to mind a moment where you felt the presence of can be something that you call the divine, of deep love, of joy, deep calmness, perhaps just a sense of light, something expansive. And with that feeling, feel that that feeling is generating light. And see that light grow out from your heart, filling up your whole body, your whole room, your house, or wherever you are in the office. Or Michael, I think you're in a forest, in the forest. And then fill your whole neighborhood, embrace your people around you, in that light, 
and just see how this light grows, fills up your whole country. And growing to embrace all countries. So we're wrapping the planet in light. As if our hearts together is hugging Mother Earth, hugging each other, feeling that we're all in this together and we can all shift this together. Let's just take a moment feeling this light permeating every particle of our own being and also of the greater being of planet Earth, nature. And thank you, Michael. Beautiful message and practical mm -hmm. advice. And um, I feel so much better after spending this time with you. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> and uh, I'm glad to hear that. I hope your your recovery is very swift <laughs> for you and little Iris. Mm. So thank you again. Thank you, everybody. And um, and please do follow the advice and um, and help in the creation of reality for for the collective and and uh, be very conscious in your thoughts and um, we wish you think of a blessing. hashtag yes and let us know yes. if you think of a hashtag that's right many blessings let's say God bless us all in this endeavor yes absolutely yeah and we look forward to the next meditation conversation.